재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, Venezuela is currently undergoing the worst economic crisis in its history. As data showed, the oil-rich Latin American nation has plunged deeper into recession and inflation has reached an historic high. To deal with this economic disaster, the Venezuelan government declared a 60-day nationwide economic emergency last week. And to tell us more about the situation with Venezuela, we're very pleased to have joining us senior lecturer at the Department of Political Economy at the University of Sydney, Dr. Tim Anderson. Hello. Hello. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Anderson. Uh, the 60-day economic emergency, uh, how exactly does this work? Yes, it's um, listed in the Constitution of 1999. The, you know, Venezuela is a presidential system, which has also a national assembly, which is the main legislative body, and there's a division of powers between the two. So there's a few reasons for a state of emergency, and one of them is an economic emergency um, under Article uh, 338, where a state of emergency can be declared if there's circumstance, extraordinary circumstances which gravely affect the economic life of the nation. So that's a power to the President, but it has to be submitted to the National Assembly within eight days for their approval. So this is uh, brewing up to be a, a constitutional conflict, basically. Now, we can get into more of uh, some of the ways Venezuela can perhaps work its way out of the problem, but in terms of the cause, um, I suppose it's not a hyperbole to say they are in their deepest crisis uh, in quite some time, perhaps in their history. Uh, people will point to external factors like the slumping global oil prices, but what would you uh, point out as some of the key factors why they are in the situation they're in right now? Well, I wouldn't say it's the gravest crisis. Um, there is an economic crisis, no doubt about it. There's very high inflation. Um, there was a, a negative growth, uh, a serious recession last year of minus 7%. And the major economic problems and why the government lost the legislative elections last year is because of the uh, hyperinflation, the problems with the exchange policy and a what the government calls an economic war of hoarding and uh, speculation and what the opposition calls mismanagement of the economy. So there's, there are shortages, but uh, undoubtedly that's caused, but there's a great deal of hoarding, there's a great deal of black marketing, but that in turn is linked to the, the government's failure to be able to control the foreign exchange and, and their price regimes. So depending on whether you are, uh, I suppose, uh, supportive of the opposition or the uh, current government, uh, you would have a different interpretation as to uh, the cause of this current crisis? Well, there's, a, there's certainly a political confrontation at the moment. It's a presidential system, so the, the Chavistas have the government, but the opposition has got control of the National Assembly. Now, that's not uncommon in presidential systems. You see it in the U.S. Right. at the moment with a Republican-controlled Congress and a Democrat in the White House. But the difference is in Venezuela, um, there's very big difference between the, the official government party and the opposition. Mm. So that's why I say there's, there's really going to be a serious constitutional crisis this year. If we assume they will be able to, uh, I suppose, implement a uh, nationwide state of emergency, uh, what are some of the important measures that Venezuela can or should take to uh, improve this situation? Well, there's going to be a debate about this in the National Assembly and the opposition has made some 
indications of wanting to find some middle ground there. Uh, it seems there's going to be conflict, which is not going to political conflict, which is not going to resolve the crisis. Um, the um, the spokesman for the opposition in the National Assembly talked about trying to find some middle ground, but their economic program is so diametrically opposed to the government that it's difficult to see it at the moment. So really what uh, President Maduro is trying to do is trying to get a handle on the what he calls the economic war that is hoarding and, um, well, for example, you know, it, the, the price of uh, fuel is very, very low in Venezuela and it's many dozens of times higher in Colombia. So you've got a massive black market sending fuel into Colombia. So there's a, there's a battle going on over that. And that operates across a range of different uh, basic goods and services, mm. including food. And that's why there's been these shortages and there's been really a great disillusionment with the government, I suppose, on the part of a lot of ordinary people who might otherwise have supported them because Venezuela has had some important social progress in recent right. years. Let's not forget that. Yeah, and that really goes back to, once again, the the, the political aspect of this. Uh, Hugo Chavez was uh, a controversial leader. He was, I suppose, from the U.S. point of view, a thorn in their side. Um, he did certainly institute a, a lot of dramatic changes in uh, Venezuela, but his opponents will quickly say the situation that they're in, this is an indictment on Hugo Chavez and his policies. Would you agree with that? The opposition have always said that, and they've always tried to use uh, less than constitutional means, let's say, to mm -hmm. to remove um, the the Chavez the Chavez leaders. Basically, at the moment, it's very open. They want to remove the president. And now they have the numbers in the National Assembly, but they they had a rebuff recently when they swore in some candidate three candidates who hadn't been approved by the Electoral Commission, and the Supreme Court said the whole National Assembly is not going to have any valid uh, decisions if they swear in people who aren't legitimately elected and they back down on that one. So there's really, uh, you know, the blame game is going to go on. We're not going to see it resolved because the, the sides are very far apart. It is possible that there might be some sort of accord with some of the members of the opposition. Um, I think what they're very concerned about the opposition is not to start to get some of the blame for these measures. Mm -hmm. because the government, the President Maduro, has been blaming the opposition because a lot of the, the wealthy people that actually run most of the economy, most of the production in Venezuela are linked to the, to the opposition. They're quite concerned now not to, not to share the blame for this uh, economic mess that they're in. And that would, of course, uh, once again bring about that debate as to the future direction of Venezuela, what kind of economic policies uh, it should pursue long term, maybe even in a philosophical sense. Uh, the one question a lot of people will wonder about is, uh, we've talked about uh, the problems with Brazil and the uh, very difficult economic situation they find themselves in. Uh, as far as Latin America is concerned, when you have these countries like Venezuela or Brazil, um, is it not similar to what we saw with the Eurozone and what they have been experiencing in terms of a, a crisis? And uh, do we fear any kind of contagion effect that could affect global economies, including Australia or South Korea? Uh, I think that pretty different. The, the crisis in Europe has its own distinct features. The one in Venezuela is, of course, linked to the, the crash in the price of oil, but also the, uh, depending on how you look at it, the mismanagement or the economic war through hoarding and black marketing, that's been undermining the price controls and the exchange rate that the government has. I think, you know, the, 
the government really has to pay, because it doesn't control the economy, but it pretends to set the prices, there's the dilemma it's faced, really. It has to make some concessions to um, the market price of the, of the Venezuelan um, currency, in mm. my view. But the, the problem is that you have an opposition there that's determined to dismantle a very large number of the social programs that right. have been set up, and they're very popular. I have to say, despite the fact that um, there's disillusionment with the government, if the opposition starts to dismantle a lot of those social programs, which have, which have made a lot of advances in education, health, for example, mm. and poverty, then uh, the public is going to turn on them too. So there really seems a very unique sort of crisis that's brewing in Venezuela. Of course, it's backed up by the US and, and the people that are, you know, are, uh, have been against the, the government in Venezuela for some time. Mm. But it's very difficult to see an easy way out of this because of the, the big difference between the political parties. We are going to have to leave it there. Dr. Anderson, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for that. That was Dr. Tim Anderson from the University of Sydney. Soul City News up next.